Welcome to Food for Thought. I'm Dee Dee Anderson. And I'm Laura Mangone. Rob Bell is in the house, and it's uh, stormy weather outside today. It's stormy it's, weather. It's foggy. Foggy and very warm. And warm. Yeah. 60, Strangely, it's 60 degrees. On January, what is it, 12th? Here uh, in the Northeast New Jersey region. It is 12th. It's going to be 67 today and or I 65. Think there's a giant like blizzard-like thing coming across the country, yes, which like we're tomorrow. supposed to get tomorrow night. Yeah, and yeah. then it's going to crash back down into the twelve freezing twelve degrees on Sunday. I, I saw. Woo-hoo. Can you imagine all this stuff that's happening at West? All those mudslides. I know in Burbank, which is where I fly to see Mend- my kids. I always fly in and out of Burbank. Mendocino, um, Santa Barbara, Mendocino. All those areas yeah. are like. Santa Barbara area, yeah. Washed away. I know, I know. It's incredible. It's All right. Crazy. Uh, you know, locusts locusts are next. Apparently. Major announcement. Major announcement? Okay. Yeah. You guys know, but the, the audience does not know. Food for thought. <laughs> the cast of Food for <laughs> that Thought. That was the news, the news uh, music, the yeah. ticker. The cast of Food for Thought. Is that, apparently the picture, the picture that we had done at Green Birdie Productions, mm-hmm. is going up on a billboard in Times Square next week. Next week, okay, it's happening. Yay! January twenty eighteen. We're on the we will t- Times Square posted. billboard. I don't have it in writing. But That's an electronic billboard, right? <laughs> it's an electronic billboard. They're not no, going to have a huge poster of you us. Have. You have a handshake. Emoji. I have a handshake emoji. <laughs> right. That is going to happen. Okay, handshake emojis are you know. I asked court, the guy, they're, they're, uh, Back when I said, can, you know, can I just get a handshake? And then I didn't realize there was an emoji for handshakes, and he <laughs> sent me an emoji handshake. I'm like, oh, wow, this must really be happening. You know, I generally am a very optimistic person, but I'm going to wait and oh, see. Oh, Laura. Well, we it was supposed so to be. Faith. It was supposed to be before Thanksgiving. But you know how this then shit it was supposed goes? to be before the holidays. You know how this goes. I understand that. You know, um, more than anyone would. It was to supposed see to be before Thanksgiving. I'll then be pleasantly then it surprised. Then was before Christmas. Okay, so it's January twelfth. It's not June twelfth. Exactly. It's January twelfth. Okay. All right. Yep. Going to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. He has always done. Everything okay. that he has said he was going to do. This is true. Okay. Well, with, the, with the Trump tax cuts, he's got more money to spend on advertising. Oh, right? gosh. That's right. Let's not go there. Red please. State Talk Radio, baby. Red State Let's Talk Radio. Let's not go there. We are the ugly stepchild of Red State Talk Radio. <laughs> we are. The liberal food show on a political <laughs> station. That's us. Da, 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 da. So should we have a Trump segment? No. no. no well, the Donald is going to have his uh, health <laughs> checked out today. He's being flown to uh, have his health checked out. You know, he loves oh. cheeseburgers and, you know, Fried fast chicken. food. So they'll probably tell him that he's got to cut down on the or, on the fast food a little bit. Or, or maybe, hopefully not. Maybe they'll say, just keep on, keep on doing whatever you're doing, Donald. <laughs> what did I just read about? I just read about the reason he said he likes burgers from mcdonald's is because they're they can't be poisoned pre- they can't be poisoned he's worried yeah. about being poisoned they can't be poisoned why they not should be because they're prepared ahead of time nobody knows who's getting what but they are poison well they're, they're, they're full of cholesterol yeah poison chemicals to, aren't they and you know he accuses, and fat. he accuses you know haiti of being a shiitake hole what about friggin' mcdonald's can you imagine <laughs> that's a shiitake hole can you imagine in just like one sentence he just like annihilates a whole Whole region of the world. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, 
Haiti's beautiful. <laughs> no shiitake. I know. I mean, I've been to the Dominican well, Republic African, many, many too. times. Didn't, didn't, it's just right over the mountain range. It's gorgeous. Didn't you, didn't you throw in some African countries in there, too? Uh, all Africa and uh, Honduras, <laughs> right? Or was it Guatemala? I think it was he Honduras. Was, he was... All shiitake holes. Disparaging. Why can't we many, get more people from Norway? People. <laughs> Norway. Yeah, yeah, let's get more Norway. lily white people from Norway coming over here. All right. Uh, Trump segment is, is over. Okay, sorry. Hope you haven't turned Martin it off yet. Martin Luther King Day is coming up, and I think he it's <laughs> it's safe to say he's probably spinning in his grave at the what's going on up here. What's the email for comments if they want to? Laura. Your... Laura. At chamberswalk.com. There you go. If you Happy have a comment take on that, email to and, support. And no death threats, you crazy. Oh, come on. Bring it on. That would be interesting. <laughs> if you want to support uh, Donald Trump's uh, shithole comments, please email her. Okay. With reasons. You know, I have, but I haven't spoken to, you know, I have many friends that are Trump supporters because I agree to disagree. I could feel you Me can too. still I have, have a relationship I have with like someone. Two. I have two. Yeah, I have a few, but I'm curious. Those I haven't tokens. spoken to them lately. I wonder if they have softened their view and now are they seeing the light? Of Most like, of them. Even the, the, one, the ones that I know. Yeah. 90% of them are kind of like at this point, they really held out to start to shake their heads. There's still one or two that are that are just digging their heels in, but that's because they can't admit they're wrong because it's it's too hard for them. Yeah. But most of them are shaking their heads well, going, what are we going to do? Everybody, even supporters, Ooh. they realize that he is a personally he's an asshole. But no, they like they like no, his style and they like the policies. No, no, so they, they support him. No, I think there's there's part of his... Very few people appreciate him as a human being. Did you see the televised meeting the, the other day? They had part of the meeting televised? Yeah, for the first time. Yeah, and Feinstein time. said, made a recommendation, and he said, yeah, I think this is what she's saying. And, like, literally they cut it off right when four people were saying, no, that's not what... You know, they, like, had to, like, pull the plug because it wasn't... And then in the transcript, they removed it. Yeah, of course they did. Yeah. And they guys... said, oh, sorry, that was an oversight. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't mean to remove those comments. Can we by talk about Donald. food? It's a food show. Okay. All right. So cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. I want to talk about my latest discovery. Now, this is not. This is over the holidays, and I can't believe I forgot to bring this up at the last show. Yeah. Okay. I made a discovery. Not it's it's something that I use with the food, and everybody in there has them in their house. But I made a discovery over the holidays. Did you guys know that? Ziplocs come in two and a half gallon sizes. Yes, of course I have I, some. That's what I use we whenever I whenever I marinate uh, ribs or wings. Those Asian wings that I brought. Remember when I we had never, the party here? I never. Knew I use those bags. Well, you, yeah, they're the best. I thought it was only one gallon. No, I, all no. of a sudden I was at this house and she's like, "Oh, use the big ones." And she whipped this thing out. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> "What is that?" <laughs> yes, of course. Really. Discovery. Meanwhile, haven't you always? I use garbage bags. Like before they made those Ziploc bags, I would use a smaller garbage bag. You're not supposed to do that. There's no white chemicals. White, no white or clear. You know, like waste. They're almost like waste paper bags. Yeah, what kind of plastic is that? The white ones are okay. The white ones are fine. Chemicals on there. Chlorophyll, fluorocarbons. Well, considering I I store, you know. Chocolate bread pudding in uh, five gallon, you know, garbage plaster buckets. Yes, exactly. I guess it's all right. So, I did. I think 
you were right about the Burr Blanc I, I re, or the Uh-oh. Burr Rouge. Yeah. Um, I think that all of the, the past few years that I've been making it, mm-hmm. why does it work out sometime doing the exact same method? Temperature. It's the temperature. Yeah. And here's why. My even where you, you put it on the stove, like even where you leave it, if it's on a wooden surface right. versus a metal surface. But on, at my house, mm-hmm. okay, it's it's horrifying. I know, but I have an electric stove. I wish I didn't, but I do. <laughs> and if you put it on the lowest setting, doesn't bubble. Yeah, there's no bubbles. So when I make the sauce at my house. Now, I also know, I also know that the heat is definitely a factor, but I never realized that you actually have to turn it completely off because in some stoves, and when I was at that party, their stoves are like restaurant quality, very high BTUs, and even the lowest of the lowest heat is too much. So I realized, and I was concerned. And sometimes, even if you put it on a burner and you turn it off, the pilot that's there was too hot for it. Right. Yeah. So I did, um, I made, so I made the Burr Rouge. I do the two to one ratio with wine and vinegar. So Mm -hmm. two cups of red wine, one cup of vinegar, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, do the chopped shallots or if you don't have shallots, just do a little onion and garlic. Yeah. And you can put in uh, tarragon or thyme or something you want to infuse it with. Mm-hmm. You strain that until it's a just a little bit of a glaze. Mm-hmm. You know, for for three cups of total juice when you start out, you want to end up with about a quarter cup. Mm-hmm. And then you add the cold butter one tablespoon at a time. Mm-hmm. So, I think I've finally realized. And what I did, I made a pretty big batch. So mm-hmm. I was I was noticing that by the time I was halfway, three quarters of the way through the butter, it was really taking a long time to melt because the sauce was cooling. Right. So I would just take the, I would turn up the heat for about 20 seconds. Two seconds. Yep. Turn so, it you off. A few seconds and turn it off. Yep. A few seconds and then turn yep. it off. I did that every couple, few minutes mm-hmm. and it came out great. But here's the sad part. So I was making um, like a chimichurri marinated um, hanger steak, mm-hmm. uh, roasted, mm-hmm. and scallops. Now, this is for my boyfriend's birthday dinner, so I wanted it to be kind of special. Which was yesterday, right? His birthday was Tuesday, so okay. this was Tuesday that I was making oh, nice. it. And so I ran out of time. I was working for the chef client in Princeton. I ran out of time. I wanted to get the good, some nice big scallops. I know he loves those. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, I love that I can make this sauce, the Burr Rouge, and put it on beef and fish. It's right. so convenient. Yeah. Um, so I go to this, there was this grocery store that I knew had like a really good price on scallops. Mm-hmm. So, and it was an Acme and I'm running out of time. Now the dinner's supposed to start at six thirty, and it's five o'clock and I'm like, I can't, I was going to go to the Asian market. I couldn't do it. So I go to this place and I'm looking at the scallops. Now the ones that are supposedly dry scallops, which yeah. just means that they're not injected with water. So they don't look Plump. bigger yep. are like the size of bay scallops. They were ridiculous. Seriously. And then the ones in front that were like twelve ninety nine a pound, they were cheap. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, those are not dry scallops, but they were a lot bigger. He said, but yeah, they're going to shrink when you cook them. Right. And like an idiot, I opted to get the freaking wet scallops. Oh. And I tried to... And they shriveled. Well, another thing that wet scallops, when you have a dry scallop, now, if what, you want to... What, what do you brown, mean dry scallop? I just they, had, they in- I just said. Yeah, they, they sometimes inject scallops with water so that they plump up and they look more moist. But then when you cook them, they shrivel the up. water evaporates what? and they shrivel. Only in recent years. In recent mm-hmm. years, most of the scallops... With a needle? They inject them? 
whatever. When they're, they're in production. Yeah, individually, Rob. <laughs> no. Each scallop is, is injected yeah. with and, a needle. And if you get them from, you know, if you're buying scallops at Metropolitan or Nassau Street Seafood or something like that, you're, you're never going to get that. You're not going to never. But anyway, ever another get thing, that. One, one of the most important some, some people want to eat a scallop and they don't want to pay $24 a pound. They want to pay. Eight dollars a pound or whatever. So they, there's a market for a scallop that's less. I, I would use slightly those, less inferior. Here's, here, here's what I would use. Huh. I would use a wet scallop, in, not necessarily in a restaurant, but for at home for dinner. I would put it in a bouillabaisse or some kind of seafood or stew. bacon wrapped or, or bacon wrapped yeah. because. That's where you don't really need the high quality of a scallop. But another coquille saint jacques, you know, if you're right. putting it into something. Okay. But the the other thing, so I'm bringing home the wet scallop and I'm feeling very guilty about it. Like, why did you do this? And I'm looking at them going, and then I thought what I wanted to do was a pan sear. Right. So I, I pictured putting the beautiful sauce on the plate. Mm-hmm. We'd have a little bit of the beef on one side and a few of the pan-seared scallops with a nice golden color. So you're just going to do it for a minute. It's not going to have time to shrivel. Right. Great. But <laughs> now, I realized you. before right. I even started, I realized what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then I was looking for shiitake um, mushrooms. Of course, the store didn't have them. So I had to mm-hmm. use a little cremini mushroom caps and I roasted those. So nice. we kind of dot the plate with a bunch of roasted um, mm, mushrooms. Delicious. I love those too. So I, as I, I said, wet scallops, wet scallops, they're, they're not going to brown. Mm. They didn't. At all? Scorching hot? They didn't? Scorching hot, No. And so I'm, I'm looking at them, and they're shrinking, and they're cracking, <laughs> and they're and uh, and they're not. There's no good color, and I was just like, "You're such a freaking idiot! Why did you do? Why didn't you why get did, a nice piece of skate so or then, something?" You know what I did. <laughs> what? I, and this is where I've been doing this for so long, but I don't know what. I think I was in the moment. I I Panic. was just so angry. <laughs> I took what I thought was paprika or turmeric. <laughs> yeah. From the cat, I put it in a little sieve, and I tried to dust the 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 scallops with that. Now, first of all, if you're going to do that for color, do it before you you sear them, right? You know what? You, what was it? Cinnamon? It was, it was chili powder, and they were gross. <laughs> <laughs> they were gross. So, and luckily, it was just my boyfriend and his brother and the kids. And I go, and I <laughs> I took, a, and so, and then I pour the beautiful purple sauce, and I don't realize. His plates are almost the same color as the sauce. <laughs> so you didn't even appreciate even the it. purple. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, you, I know you can't you see this, white but plates. here, here's, I'm here, here's, I took, you know, put a little bit on a white plate. Can you imagine what it would look like on a white plate? So then I take a bite of the scallop and I was like, oh my God, that's disgusting. <laughs> it was, hor- it was horrible. You're funny. Oh, I'm sure it was delicious. No, and when I, I, I can't get when you buy scallops, it says wet scallops and dry scallops no. on the on the little card. No, they t- they'll tell you they're not going to label them that, right? You'll be able to. They you will can't really tell like, unless you know what to look for. Yeah, I guess. But anyway, I never heard of that. I felt oh, I I really need a do over. I decided I need to do this dinner over, okay. even if it's just for Don and I. I'm sure put, I'm everybody put it on a white. Plate. I know, but I'm the sure everybody loved everything. The steak was delicious, but I mean, I took a bite of those things. I just Can you really buy skate to... wings and make your own? I of mean, is course. that is that something that's available in a regular supermarket? Ah. Skate wing and uh, make your own scallops. Make your own scallops with a little cut. A little cut. Uh, if you want to do that, you know, it's not, it tastes <laughs> good, right? But wait, time out. 
when they punch wings to make scallops, mm-hmm. it's usually a ray. It's not a skate. Okay. Uh-huh. It's more scallop-like consistency. Or okay. that's how they're sold anyway. Not that I've ever personally done it. I'm just saying, you know, skate is interesting. You could have done a nice little square of skate instead oh, of love, your scallop. I love skate. And I, yeah. I, maybe that's the next thing I'm going to do with mm-hmm. my can, my obsession with Burroughs. But sh- to answer your question, yes, yeah, ShopRite has skate. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to look for that. Yes, which I've still never made but I don't want outside of the... Um, you don't I, like it? No, I don't want it. You oh. said I want... Uh, oh, oh, oh. You want, want dry... Uh, you want real you scallops. You want real scallops. No, but let's say I want to try that. I want to try okay. making my own little fake scallops. No, no Robbie, you don't, don't want to do, do that. that. No? Scallops. All right, listen. I, have a, I want to talk about my menu. I'm catering for someone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, I thought they were should be punished for their behavior. Um, <laughs> I've since then decided I'm not going to punish them. Okay. But I would like to talk about the menu on the next segment um, of Food for Thought. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Oh, my gosh. It's seriously, I thought it... A lot of people don't understand what it is to have a personal chef. I want people to know that if you hire me, you get me. This right. is not like a big business service right. where you're gonna, who knows who you're going to get. Part of the service, so you don't even have to go to the damn grocery store. Right. Mm-hmm. And I charge 200 bucks for a half day in Central Jersey. Right. That 200 bucks can get a, a couple, a party of two, almost always four dinners a week. Plus the groceries, but right. they're, if they were but they don't purchasing things, right. they would be buying groceries anyway. Right. And what they've been used to spending has actually probably been more because they're getting takeout all the time. And, yeah, if you you're know, on a diet, if you're avoiding certain Special diets, yeah. gluten-free, um, oh, you like Indian food, you just want Indian food, I can do that. By the way, if you did hire me twice a week mm-hmm. and you guaranteed me work every single week... The way, and some people would say objections to that. Well, we travel mm-hmm. a lot. Right. Well, I have a client who travels a lot. They pay me for X amount of hours a week. Might be eight, might be ten. Sometimes I work fourteen. Sometimes I work zero. Right. So we keep a spreadsheet. And when I wind up owing them hours, they usually have a dinner party, right? Or something. You know, yeah. they use up the hours. the hours. They're happy to do. So it. they always get their hours. But they, yeah. They're. It's worth it to them because they know they have someone every single week. People uh, love this service. They really do. Right. Contact Deirdre at 908-392-3681. Welcome back to Food for Thought. Hey, we're back. All right. Menu. Menu, menu. I'm looking up. So it's Upper Black Eddy, right? Yeah. Um, I uh, In the break, I told Deirdre and Rob that I'm helping my niece move into her new house. And I think it's kind of close to where Deirdre lives. I never realized that. That's in PA for those of you not you mean, know. You mean Didi. Didi, <laughs> sorry. Um, all right, so menu for tomorrow night. Yeah, it's just inland from you. Isn't that amazing? Yes, tell us about your menu tomorrow night. So Thumbtack Client reaches out to me last week. He says that he had gone with another uh, chef for an an event in the New Hope area, which Mm -hmm. is near where I live. Mm -hmm. And the 
chef had a death in the family, not really a death in the family, but, you know, dad going into hospice and, you know, terrible times, and she had to pass, I was sent the menu right. that I was to not necessarily duplicate, but just get, get a sense of what ideas of what they want, they wanted. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, so I'm going in blind in terms of, I have no idea what the price quote on is on this. And I said to the client, right. You know, I'm going to give you my price. It's kind of unfair. They're Uh, showing you something. But I'll tell you right now, I'm not the cheapest kid on the block. Okay. And so I'm telling you that right now. And he said, he said, well, you know, the money is not really, I was like, all right, good. I like to hear that. Money's not an issue. A few hundred bucks, and when you heard that, well, no, I just I want to charge the real price. You know, yeah. So I read the menu, and it says bruschetta, and I'm like, really? Yeah, (laughs) really boring. And then it says tartlets. So I don't know, is it bruschetta tartlets or is it bruschetta and some kind of tartlets? And it's just there's no explanation. And then it says Chateaubriand. Yeah. It says there's a couple of vegetarians, so it was some kind of risotto and mm-hmm. then a potato and a Brussels sprouts. And then dessert was a chocolate soccer tort with cherries soaked in amaretto. And I'm like, okay. really? All right. So there's no way. Interesting menu. There's no way I'm duplicating this menu, but I'm, I'm trying to stay in the same. So I want what I want to do is take, all right, let's start with, a, I want to do beef because they want Chateaubriand. I would never right. do, today, I would never do Chateaubriand. Yeah. First of all, it doesn't, Chateaubriand for me is all about the tableside um, yeah. French presentation. Service. Absolutely. I mean, to do it plated, it's not going to look good. It's no. just going to look like a bunch of meat and exactly. mm. vegetables and potatoes. I'm with so you. I decided to do, to kind of kick it up a notch. So mm-hmm. I I suggested, even though I, I hate to say it, but bacon wrapped dates, just because they're cheap and easy. And jumbo shrimp mm-hmm. uh, wrapped in phyllo dough mm-hmm. with a little bit of, um, not pesto, but a pistou, basil right. pistou. So yeah. you take a little on the phyllo and you roll it up. Right, right, right. I was going to do like 13, 15s on the shrimp, you know, nice and big. Nice. And then the... The beef, the uh, first course I had suggested, and I kept this actually, an all arugula salad mm-hmm. with toasted cashews, mm-hmm. dried, sliced dried apricots, mm-hmm. and um, Dijon vinaigrette. Cheese of some sort in there? Oh, or shaved no? Asiago. Okay. Shaved Sounds Asiago. good. And then uh, main course, I suggested beef wellington. Nice. I knew you were going to say Guess that. Guess what sauce? <laughs> Burr yeah. Rouge. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to do, and then around, I'm just going to, well, one of the things I'm leaving, so anyway, okay, so I was going to do the classic Beef Wellington. There's two vegetarians I have to do, and there's three kids. So okay. I thought, I'm going to I'm not going to do a separate menu for the kids. The kids don't even eat anyway, no matter what I eat and make. So why don't I just make them feel like part of the gang, and I'm just going to do little Wellingtons for them. I'm not going to put, I'm going to make theirs plain. I'm going to put the little purple sauce on the side. Right. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be Beef with a crust. With a crust. They yeah. might eat it, right? right? And then they'll feel like they're getting the same thing as the exactly. grown-ups, and they'll feel part of the gang. Exactly. And then just... Uh, Around the the beef Wellington would be roasted baby vegetables, mm-hmm. including baby zucchini, baby carrots, the real ones with the little stem, right, right, and little cremini mushroom caps. Nice. And I don't know garnish. I don't know something with thyme. It's simple, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. I think the the artistic part on the plate, you know, the color and the placement of the vegetables. Mm-hmm. That's sort of. On your nice white plate. On my nice white plate that I'm going to bring with me. <laughs> right. Um, 
And dessert, I had gave a choice of things. Can Cher- you do can cherries you, and amaretto? No cherries soaked in <laughs> okay. amaretto. No, I ju- uh-huh. I gave several choices of chocolate. Right. I basically told him I chocolate bread pudding with a gramonier whipped cream. Nice uh, chocolate truffles with fresh berries um, and tart tatin. Nice, which I did make. I made again oh, at really? last party. And yeah. It worked yeah. out a lot better. Nice. Yeah, I mean, nice. it's on the menu. No? So okay. now I'm trying. I'm still perfecting it. It did mm. come out. Um, did you do it? How we talked? We were talking about it. Let's. Can we wrap this yeah, part yeah, yeah. up? And then I do want to talk to you about the tart tat uh, Okay. So those two hors d'oeuvres, uh-huh. two vegetarians, mm-hmm. uh, beef wellington with all the sides, yeah. a dessert, which is now the dessert turned into, at, the, at that time, mm-hmm. the dessert turned into a choice of two of those chocolate desserts, either the bread pudding or the, or the tarts. How much? What, per person? How many people? 60, 60, 70? 60, 70, somewhere in there. All right, 75. Okay. Right? Sounds good. Now, why is it 75? Well, you're getting a really nice menu. I'm going to spend, by the way, I'll spend about 250. Because if you went out and had all of this food in a restaurant, it would be 150. That's why. Okay, so (laughs) that's always my line when people people like question price breakdowns. Like, because if you went out to an establishment and sat down and ate this meal with all of these accompaniments right. and everything, it would be Cost $200 double. a person. Right. I know. Right. Plus, this is in your house. And you wouldn't have personal oh, and attention. And you wouldn't have a personal Clean chef. Up. You wouldn't have a personal chef. Someone shopping, up. someone cleaning, someone. I know. People yeah. don't get it. And people also, it's a premium it. because it's it's 10 people. Yeah. If this were 50, yeah. I might be able to, you know, be Nudge able to come a in bit. at 60, 65. Yeah. So... So I get the I get received? the bad news. I get the bad news that the woman before me was going to do the job for um, it was something like uh, five hundred for the food. So and, that's fifty, you know, and and like or, or so that's no, 50 less if it's than 10. that. It was like four hundred for the food, and then three hundred for the anyway. Mine got close to a thousand, and hers was close to. 800? 700. Oh, 700. And so I'm like, okay, but you know what? But I it's different. Any, I didn't have any work, Laura. What was I going to do? Just say, bye-bye. It's January, and I, I'm freaking out, but... So you took the lower price for the same I menu? lowered the price to 55 per person, and I lowered my chef rate to 40, and I'm getting closer to seven. But are you going to do exactly the same thing? You should have cut the menu. I, I would tweak the menu. Yeah, I, I would changed, tweak Well, it did, but it's still I would change an arm and a leg. I got rid of the shrimp. I was going to say, the shrimp I had smoked is out. salmon in my freezer. We're going to do smoked salmon canapes. Um, it's okay. It's good. I know, but it's awesome. I know. And one of the hors d'oeuvres changed to a vegetarian. So the uh, South Beach canapé, which is on a cranberry, tiny, teeny, tiny cranberry walnut crostini right. with olive tapenade, telegio, tomato, and basil. People love this one. And the dessert, um, I did. I went with the chocolate bread pudding. Um, I'm not putting pate in the Wellingtons because you know what? No, it don't bother. Don't bother. Yeah. And it's it's just an added expense. Exactly. Everything else is pretty much the same, but I did make those changes. Now, I was I was sort of like now the client has no idea. So I just let me go back for one second. So the bruschetta tarts <laughs> are basically probably the store bought phyllo little tart shells with tomato basil and a little Ew. pesto and a little don't you think that's probably what Maybe. it is like very cheap 
Yeah, you know, like very what, mediocre. What she man. initially proposed was kind of a crap but you know, menu. But it's it's for most people to read that menu mm-hmm. that she proposed. And this is not to trash this woman. I don't know who she is. You know, right? But for most people, to look at that and it looks it looks good. It's like oh, Chateaubriand, that's fancy, right? Mm. Not if they know anything. Cherries in amaretto awesome you know like if they yeah. so if you're a foodie you look at that and you go mm, yeah it's a little dated and <laughs> not mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. so now the client has no idea they've put me in a position where i had to go much lower than i wanted to go so it's not their fault right it's not their fault and they right. got and it's it's not their fault because they got this bid that was actually really low for for what they were gonna get right so i was i was temporarily mad about it mm-hmm. and decided they needed to be punished oh god <laughs> so in I'm thinking, what way? Okay, what, what were do? you gonna do? Uh, they're not having tiramisu, so I can't put Twinkies in their tiramisu. <laughs> I they are supposed to get homemade butter, and I could give them regular butter <laughs> and tell them it's homemade. <gasps> Gasp! <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You know what? I ultimately decided. I said, you know what, Deirdre, get over it. Yeah, get over <laughs> Stop. it. You yeah. love what you do, right? And you're not only going to not punish these people you're going to give it your all so yeah i'm gonna i really am i'm gonna try yeah. to make it exquisite want your advice because i want to make the set now I, I suggested the all arugula salad which by the way i have to get all baby arugula really no where do i get the grown-up arugula um farm art I, i'll get you back if you want <laughs> where the farmer's market no or farm art or a uh, purveyor that you know or well, at the produce tomorrow, I might have to do baby, but they won't care. But I just personally, baby arugula. Give just me doesn't some do notice, me. woman. I could I have brought it with me. I like baby arugula. But it doesn't have to. It doesn't have the nice pepper. I know it's more mild. It's nice. Baby. That's why rocket. That's why arugula is so good. It's got that. The peppery bite, thing going on. Yeah. Uh, anything baby is Dang more it. mild. I was at work this morning. I could have just brought a bag, like a big giant bag. Maybe I'll stop at the farmer's market and see what they got. Any. But anyway, mm-hmm. so baby arugula, toasted cashews, dried apricots, Dijon vinaigrette. Sounds good. For me, that's like a yawn, yawn, yawn salad. Mm. But I actually happen to have some dried apricots. That's why I did it. I had the Dijon mustard. Perfect. I had, you know, I had a lot of this and stuff. And that's not a yawn for most people. But what, how I would like to jazz it up. Here's my idea. Mm-hmm. Now, I've done this before as a garnish, but um, I'm thinking if I do my big white plate, mm-hmm. so I've got the, the cluster of the salad, I'm going to leave like a three-quarter, like a, th- like a two-and-a-half-inch border around the side of the plate that's just all white. Yeah. And then at the, either the bottom or the side of the plate, Mm-hmm. I would like to do a julienne um, cucumbers nice. that have been salted. So they're soft yes. and wilted yeah. and make a little nest Nice, and then put in a um, poached quail egg. Okay. Is that too hokey? Ah, the phase. I know. Is it too hokey? I don't know. I don't know that, that it will be appreciated in that. And then like a nice toasted crostini, not quite crostini, like toasted piece of bread. I mean, it's bread. nice. It's a nice touch. I think people will appre- appreciate that you put the extra the little extra. Doing it. Yeah. You know, I mean, what is yeah. the other option would be, I mean, what am I going to do? Get some nasturtiums and put that around the plate. You know, yeah. what what kind of garnish on that kind of salad? Plus, I, thought about, nice. I thought about doing a goat cheese, um, or maybe I do a goat cheese crouton. Would that be more? Or you know simplistic? what I love is a, a Parmesan crisp. Rob, Just, I look like shiitake, and you're really? taking my picture. Really? I'm promoting you. 
No makeup and a we baseball both look hat. Like really? Crap. Yeah, I want to show people. I'm what going you really to move. Ma- I'm going to move someone today. I look like absolute. Uh, All right, I won't post them. Um, go ahead. I'm not. That so big. I like uh, really heavily grated parm that you make a little cluster and just bake it, and it melts down and it gets crisp. The oh, parmesan, parmesan crisps. crisps. Yeah. I love those. I could do that. I could do the same I thing. I love with those Asiago. because you know sometimes you can you know you break it on it or you use it like a piece of bread or. Mm. I'm love gonna that. have to. That's a good idea. I love might. That. I might change. I, I mean, I admit that you could do a few. The little you know, nest and the a egg was a little hokey, around. but I also happen to have 18 quail eggs that I need to use. All right, so then do that. You could do that also. Too much. Nah. Too much. Oh, okay. So, um, anyway, oh, and now they've, and then the wow, good news that is, that looks really good. This is one of the pizzas that I made and I made the dough. I learned how to make the dough from uh, my Argentinian friend. Or okay. So let's, Fernanda. let's, let's, let's really segue good. into pizza dough on the grill. How well, you... well, this is a particular pizza. I, I, uh, Do you have any of this left? No, but I was hurting for topping. So what I did was I took a uh, sweet potato. Nice. I prepared sweet potato with garlic. Nice. How then, did you prepare that? Um, you know, just on the saute, saute it, yeah. Sweet potatoes with garlic, yeah, okay. and I never and on a pizza. I do it with onions. It sounds delicious. It, it really worked with well. Oni- it was much better too. than the and traditional ones onions, that I made, right? Roasted. I onions. just saute the whole thing. Onions, just, garlic, it was saute, and it really it was it's, mm. it was great. I don't know why they don't serve that in in uh, in pizza joints, or do they? Sweet potato with garlic on a pizza. I've not seen it. I think it's a wonderful with uh, idea. mozzarella. You and, know what? Um, you know what seafood is really uh, what um, sweet potato Parmesan is really cheese. really good yeah. with, and I went through a period where I did seafood stews. This is many many years ago. Mm-hmm. I added sweet potato to my seafood stews, really with shellfish. Really nice compliment. So what if I'm you did? Huge, the, oh man, that looks so good. <laughs> this was another one I made. You don't have red one pepper. little piece left I in there. To, I have it in the uh, freezer. What if freezer red pepper? Yeah, I freezed it. Oh. So I and, then this, and this was just your traditional so no, uh, chorizo pizza. Just a chorizo no, pizza. And no but I, but, I, but he taught me how to make the the dough. It's really pretty easy to make dough. Of I didn't course, realize yes. how easy it is. Yeah. I mean, the, there's a little bit of muscle involved when you have to mush it. Right. Because I don't have a. It's you called know, kneading. Yeah, yeah. You can mush knead. it. <laughs> oh, because I don't Help have us. like the machine that does that for you. Uh, but um, yeah, it was really. It was really and then we grill it. Yeah. Then I, I grill it on the regular gas grill. I'm just. I was just always because I'd never. Really had a lot of experience with grilling um, dough on a uh-huh. on a it works grill. I just no, you know, it works great. Yeah. Um. You d- and what surprised me is you really you don't have to oil the grill at all. No, no we don't. He doesn't no. do anything. He just and puts it on just the grill. The dough right on the grill, and he doesn't flip it either. Which I would have thought you would flip it. You'd I think, usually flip mine. He doesn't flip it. I flip mine because I like it to be crusty on the interior on each side. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's. Um, so I start it. Could you turn your phone off? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I am so busy. To, I'm oh, so popular today. But yes, it's called silencing the ring. <laughs> All right. So you're becoming a grilled pizza aficionado. Yes. Very nice. Which you'd have to help me on. I want to make you some. Uh, I would like to add. Can we have I some think... next Friday morning? Well, you know what? I have, do you want me to heat up some of these that are, I froze? Damn. Or no? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> during the break, I'll, I'll heat them up and then you guys can eat them in the third segment. I'm not eating any carbs. Oh, come on. I ate last night. Come on. I ate last night. I can't. So, um. Are we running out of time? Yeah, or? we ran out of time in the second. All right, so <laughs> when we come go, back, back. Up the pizza. when we come back, more about food, food, food. Laura's been cooking up a storm, but she's sick of looking at food, apparently. I am sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
business only gets one chance to make a first impression. That's why Green Birdie Productions offers free re-edits on every high-definition video we create. Our Emmy Award-winning staff and green screen special effects studio guarantee the quality we strive for. It's no wonder most of our business comes from referrals. Green Birdie Productions. Compelling video. Competitive price. Each year, 11,000 children in New Jersey are at risk, removed from their homes because of abuse or neglect. These children need caring volunteers to help make sure they are safe and find permanent homes. CASA for Children is the only organization that trains everyday citizens to speak as an independent voice in court for the best interest of these children. Visit casaforchildrennj.org to learn how you can become a CASA volunteer and make a difference in a child's life. That's casaforchildrennj.org. We're back. We're back. I'm eating Rob's delicious homemade crust pizza. And my favorite is the, a, my favorite is a sweet potato. I have sweet to say. potato is really good. I know and that was just a total experimental. And what was it? Sweet potato and garlic. Sweet potato and garlic. It's very simple, sautéed. Nice. But you know, it's homemade crust, and the crust is very thin. You know, I mean, it's it's cool. You can hold even though it's super thin, you can hold it up, uh-huh. and it uh, the integrity in the entire slice. You know, it's it's not going to droop. It's not oily. Mm-hmm. Can we back up to, remember we were going to talk about tart tatem. Mm-hmm. So the first time I made it now, this yes. pissed me off. You know uh, how, you know, you think you know what websites and what recipes um, to trust and not to trust. Right. Correct. So like Martha Stewart, <clears throat> not going to trust her because they're, sometimes they're so ridiculously wrong. Um, that I just know, and too many steps, and there too many steps. There's something wrong yeah. with it. It's like not not it anything has been tested. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't generalize and say the whole thing, but not the whole thing. Say, but, but you know, I know not you not don't ki- you I don't cook say. shrimp five minutes aside. I'm sorry, what? sixteen twenty shrimps. No. Mm-mm. So anyway, I followed a recipe with my client because she. I was the one. I added the apple t- the tart tatin to my menu. Right. Classic French. Apple tart, right? Made in a cast iron skillet. The bottom of the skillet has, <laughs> you know, a bunch of softened butter mm, and sugar. So good. And when you do it that way, yeah, the, the, it actually helps the apples stand up. If yeah. you just do like softened butter, because you kind of stick yeah. it in the butter, exactly. And then you put it on the on the stove. Now, mm-hmm. Epicurious, yes, not only said medium high. Right. Which, you know, that can be a little misleading because if it's if your medium high is a little bit too high, mm-hmm. it's going to get screwed up. It's going it to get too dark. Yeah. Medium. I would say medium. Medium. Straight and on. Let medium. it go longer, if anything. Yes. But just medium. Yeah. Epicurious says after that 20 minute step to yeah. get it so that there, there's caramelization going out on the bottom. Yeah. It says to put it in the oven. Yeah. No pastry. Not yet. For 20 minutes. Uh-uh. Then take it out. Uh-uh. Put the pastry on and another 20 minutes. Now, you're a pastry chef, so you know, inherently, yeah. you know that that's not right. I'm no. not a pastry chef, so I'm following it, you know? Right. The turn, it was very delicious, a little over-caramelized, yeah. and applesauce. You know, it was yeah. the, the apples had no yeah. texture. Body to them. So the next time, and I also decided for the next time 
which we did at Rob's house the other night. Mm-hmm. So I decided, well, obviously I'm going to eliminate that middle step of the right. 20 minutes. And I, I did the caramelization on much lower heat for a little mm-hmm. longer period of time. Mm-hmm. Then the pastry, which you have to put on cold, mm-hmm. I made about an inch bigger than the the width of the pan, which so the, and I tucked, like you said, right, I tuck it in there. I tucked yep. it around the apple slices uh-huh. and then baked it until that was brown. And yep. then you invert it. Yep. Now what we got, we achieved two things. The, the crust now has a definition, a little you know, lip on the edge. You can yep. see it. It is a little and it hurts, aesthetic. And it holds the apples in and just a teeny apples bit. In. Cause you can flip it and the whole thing can go. Right. Yeah. So, um, and the, what was a big improvement was that the apples actually held their shape, shape mm-hmm. and consistency. But what I didn't get was this really consistent caramelization on the top of the apples, like the middle was darker. I mean, can that be the stovetop? That or? could be the stovetop because usually on the stovetop is when you want to get that caramelization. Yeah, that's when, when it happens. I know. So you should be able to move it around a little bit. I mean, I did. You, were you I did. Doing I was it? turning it because I didn't want it because I noticed. Or even that, aside from turning it, you can move it. You know, move left, it side to right, side, side to side. So that's that what I'll try the, next time. The center of the heat is now. You know, spread out a yeah, little bit more. I mean, I, I like, you know, I like really basic stuff that actually isn't so basic. Like you have to make it a few times and right. sort of figure Work it out. Work out the books. Yeah. But um, so anyway, I wanted to share that with you. Yeah. No, but Epicurious, like I was per- like, you know, Epicurious, A2, Epicurious. You know what? Really? And everything is subjective. You know, I think that's the hardest thing. We do cooking classes. Um, on a pretty regular basis and when we and even team building events and we're now writing recipes for other people to read it's hard to write a recipe because you know you have to be pretty specific you have to be pretty specific about temperatures and what it's supposed to look like especially a cook like myself who pretty much does it without you know, I just okay, do it from I, experience. So here's I'm, what I want, Laura. I'm like my grandmother who would say, oh, you cook it until it's done. You know, like, you you know, you can't just say that in a recipe. No, you need you to can't. translate But I have to say, means. if I were writing the recipe for a mm-hmm. tart tatin, mm-hmm. I would... If I had become a tart tatin aficionado, you know to say the things. You know, don't cut the pastry the si- same size as the the, right. the pan because it's going to shrink. Right, cut it and the and well, tuck it around saying. the apples so that it gives a definition. <laughs> Move the 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 pan on the, when it's on the stovetop during the caramelization process. Right, not only turn it but shift it from side to side because the re- this recipe says That's my point. Don't worry about uneven coloration on the. Well, how come I'm seeing and, and you know you go to Google Images right. and there's some freaking you know perfect tartans with total even caramelization? Well, because they worry. First about of it. all, give us some because they worry about it. Number one, number two, a lot of pictures that you see. It's it's touched staged. up it's food it's touch, yeah, yeah, yeah they stylist. do the touch up food They're pictures. Stu- touched up newsflash. And it did need, I know Rob, kept, it's, you kept saying over and over at the party, it's okra. it really needs some <laughs> vanilla ice cream. 
Yeah, I really would be good. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. I kept I kept looking at you like I didn't bring any. Sorry. Or or, yeah. uh, or homemade uh, whipped or whipped cream. cream. I know. Homemade I just, whipped cream. I think I was just so focused on just trying to perfect the method of yeah. the thing. I wasn't really thinking about. Right. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so what have you it's been cooking, yang, young you know. lady? Oh my gosh. Well, I had a ton of stuff, as you know, all the stuff we had for the holidays, and then we had our um, oh your company Christmas company Christmas party, which was you know just Italian. They all requested Italian food, so I made a ton of stuff. What'd you so, make? Oh, you know, classic, usual, classic, just boring stuff. <laughs> Lasagna, eggplant parm, chicken parm, meatballs, sausage. Uh, I had a fish stew. Um, what kind of fish? Uh, it started with the bacala stew that I okay. had. Some yeah, bacala that was that. still, yeah. Um, just threw some other stuff in it. Wasn't it specific? See that? That's what I just like throw things together. Can you send me the recipe for the bacala stew as well? Absolutely. Okay. I mean that. Again, I'll just have to write it because I don't really have one. I just right. Do so it. I, yeah. I basically remember yeah. what you said, but just so yeah. It. It's just um, onions. Yeah, you soak the bacala. A ton of leek. You have to soak the bacala for at least three days. Uh huh. Changing, Changing water. the water how many yeah. times? Uh, three times a day for three days. You, you could this do is it a commitment. More, oh, yeah. You could do it more than that. Actually, Mario and I had a schedule out. So, like, we would cross off the time and then put another two hours later, we'd do it again. And, you know, my mouth is a, a gasp. <laughs> what? Because you, you know, it's it's this hard. It's, you got to soften it. It's got to rehydrate and get less salty, and that's why and you get keep less salty. Ch- oh, you know what? That reminded yeah. me. I want to ask you. I was in Chinatown in New York yesterday, and I, mm-hmm. I bought a bunch of pl- food at my favorite uh, takeout place. But yeah. they, mm-hmm. they have um, first thing that strikes me is that uh, the vegetables and fruits are cheaper in New York City than they are out here. In Chinatown, there. Yeah. Chinatown. It's like incredible, you know. The prices are just like half. in Chinatown. Just if in you go to a Whole Foods yeah. or any grocery or any yeah. what, are, what are the Christides or what are the grocery stores in Manhattan? Christides. Christides. They're, they're a fortune, food, but food in Chinatown, in Chinatown everything. is like cheaper than here. I know. And uh, and also they have like exotic things like dragon fruit, which I'm dragon like, fruit, yeah. you know, yeah. which uh, Harry and Luna didn't know what it was. They never mm-hmm. seen anything like it before, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's edible, but I don't know how to cook that. I don't know if you ever I know, made dragon fruit. I used it fruit. as a garnish. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think I've. I don't ever think I've yeah, with it. They, they eat it. I think they eat I guess, it. I guess people but eat the, it. But my question I like is it's that pretty. they have a lot of, and I think this might be a Vietnamese influence down there. But they have a lot of dried uh, things, like shrimp and like dried shrimp mm-hmm. and right. mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And, mushrooms. and I almost bought the mushrooms. But I, I, I wasn't sure. So because you were talking about the dry wet thing. So what the heck? Is it, when you buy a dried mushroom, well, I what are you buy, getting into here? You're, it depends on, you know, there's a different flavor. So I used porcini, dried porcini mushrooms in the sauce slash, for all you Italians, gravy that I make. You know, my mom would make every Sunday and my in-laws make every Sunday. Well, you put dried porcinis in I the tomato dried, sauce? I do. Because okay. my grandmother always did. Oh, so, sounds delicious. Because a regular mushroom is going to get smaller It's gonna get when you cook small. it. A dried, mushroom has, it. a dried mushroom has a more intense flavor. More intense flavor. Does it expand? You're going to hide. Yes. Yeah. So it does the opposite of a normal mushroom. Well, it's of a regular. Mushroom. It's rehydrating. Rehydrating. So it's, it's rehydrating. It's desiccated at the moment, and I'm going to put it in boiling okay. water and let it soak, and it's going to. 
And they dry it, why? Because it keeps longer? It keeps forever. That's why bacala, that's okay. the point well, of the salt same, cod. The same thing with, with dried, like with salt cod, okay? Mm-hmm. They they dry it, when it, and it, it, it when you rehydrate it's, it, it becomes a new animal, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So it's much. like it, when you rehydrate it, it doesn't turn into the cod that it was originally. It's something very it's unique. It's slightly different same because thing about of a porcini the pres- mushroom. Right. If you had a fresh one and you sautéed it and you compared that to a Dried one that's been rehydrated. Yeah. Two different. It what would be the difference be? More of a stronger intense. flavor. More intense. Intense. So it's better. You know, you and could argue. The consistency and the consistency. And the consistency. There's gonna be a little, little chew. tougher. More chewy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because it wasn't. I mean, they had some really like right. uh, exotic. Well, and also looking. their products that are most probably from Vietnam. Vietnam or China. Yeah, I mean, they and look like Chinese think about stalls. shelf life if they're coming over fresh versus shelf life coming over, you know, like yeah, bacala, the bacala that I cooked it could have been dried years ago. I mean, that stuff. That's what concerns me. I mean, how old is this dried mushroom or how old is this dried uh, also, shrimp? It doesn't, it doesn't matter because the it's dried rehydrated. The dried shrimp isn't necessarily meant to be rehydrated. That's true. So some of the dried fishes that you see, they're just meant to be added to sauces or... Or grated. Grated yeah, or pulverized the, and you add it to flavorings for like, like right. nice especially, salty seafood. Especially dried shrimp. Yeah, because you see a lot of the dried shrimp, dried shrimp, uh, they're very put red. in a mortar and pestle and just crushed up and put into a sauce. Into a sauce, and it gives yeah. it amazing flavors. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. now I feel bad. I should have, I should have bought some. You should have bought some, absolutely. Because I was like, I don't know how to cook this. And then the other thing that we talk should go about to Chinatown. Well, we next can do week, that. Next when we week, go we'll next go to Chinatown. Week. Absolutely. But they had like shrimp that would cost eighteen twenty bucks in this in the shop right because they were like huge and they yeah. were nine, nine bucks. I know it's it's the Asian and I was like, manner. I just bought I know, thirty bucks worth of Chinese sometimes takeout. Sometimes what? Sometimes I'm not down with. I mean, the produce I am usually down with because, quite honestly, um, there's a woman here in uh, what's the name of the town? Hang on. Nobody cares. Quake, it's a national Quake, town. A Quake, national show in Quaker Town. Okay. Um, and it's an Asian farm. And it's just like a nursery where you can go and buy plants and whatnot. Hmm. But in the back, they have their vegetable fields. And you can go and you can pick eggplant and cauliflower and all the most delicious, beautiful, fresh vegetables. And they sell to restaurants in Chinatown. So I'm sure wow. a lot of the produce that you're getting are from New no. Jersey fields. Good. Good. Why were you turning your nose I up I was to turning my nose up because I know that tilapia is one of those fish that are bred in Chinatown okay. in bathtubs. Okay. Yeah, well, we know. Disgusting We know not to get tilapia. I know. But what about if they're doing the same thing with other Things. Okay, here's the thing. I don't know here's where the that shrimp came from. Mystery fish. Okay, China Chinatown and Asian markets are also notorious for the mystery fish. Right. So they have on sale quote quotation marks flounder three ninety nine a pound. Right. So I'm like, wow, I'll take five pounds, please. And it's, I go home and I I cook it and I'm like, not flounder. Mm. So there's a lot of there's a lot of that that yeah. What is it called? But they um, had so many, so much false, fresh what is it fish called? Fake, with the heads on it. Food. You know what I mean? You can so, see that it was a... Food fraud. Food fraud. Yeah. food fraud. But no, it's got the head on it. But... Right? You can see what kind of fish it is. What kind of food fraud could happen with uh, 13, 15 shrimps with the head on? Not, not These shrimps did not have the heads on them. It could be grown in a gross circumstance. Well, I saw a video where they inject the shrimp individually with like something to make them weigh more. Individually, Rob? Hey, on with a, a video, little I saw needle? video on YouTube. <laughs> 
Oh boy! A little needle. Squirt, putting some, I don't know, some uh, some weight. That's got that's a full time job. <laughs> when you have to do that to like, yeah, they pay them like two cents a day to stand there all day and inject <laughs> shrimp with uh, something to make them weigh more. What do you do? Um, I inject injector? shrimp all day with um, <laughs> with a needle. A needle. <laughs> all right. So Chinatown is part of class trip, and only- also Murray's. I think we have to go to Murray's. Yeah. Don't we have to go to Murray's? Did you ever, now, did you ever, in so Chinatown, real trip. did you ever, you know how you go at the fish Wait, department? I thought we weren't going to places that we've all been. Well, we, but Chinatown. But I haven't been to Murray's no, in such Murray's. a long time. Like, yeah. No? You're going to pass on Murray's? No. Um, Deirdre and I could, like, recite what's in the case, have you ever, in what order they're in the case at Murray's. I know, we go there all the samples. time. <laughs> I know, but. You know those. Like at the at the Asian market, you've got the fish and they're all uh, the fish in tanks and they're all swimming mm-hmm. around. It's really cool. Yes. And mm-hmm. You got to eat live eels and all this stuff. And they have and, frogs and you know, too. Big well, fat just, frogs. Well, I was just gonna say. So you know those what do they call the little drums? Or, yeah. On the in front, yeah. and they had the lids on them, Barrels. and you open them up. Barrels. Barrels. Yeah. Barrels. And you, and you open one up, and there's a whole bunch of frogs in there. Yeah, green ones. Like. And they look fattened. They were like so fat. I looking. just had rabbit the other night for dinner, so I'm not going to comment because I. But how do you? I love frogs. <laughs> they I taste mean, delicious. I could. I would buy frogs' legs. I mean, I would, I don't want to have to kill the damn frog. Yeah. Ditto. And there they are, just sitting there, breathing, like yeah. just looking at you, like yeah. Yeah, you ready? You ready us. to eat me? <laughs> but then, what do you do? Like, well, how do you kill it? If you go home and you're going to make frogs, something. I have never cooked. You probably I have just never cut killed. It, cut their head off. I have never killed a frog. I've eaten their legs and purchased their legs. Yeah, that's, that's all the only I've part you done. eat, Never. right? Just the legs. Well, I don't know. Maybe in Asian cultures they eat the whole thing. Ugh. I know. In and my, they also have eels. In, in my live eels, I love freak eels. Me out. An eel, I will kill. Yeah. Skin, will. cook. Yes, I love to love eat, eat them, but my I've grandmother never used to make eels. One. All but then, the when time. you take them out, aren't they like just so writhing like crazy? Yes, they are. Yes, and and doesn't that slime you take a big fork and you put it right behind head and you. I could do and that, but it's that process of watching them ride around. It. I can't do. Well, hello, oh, okay. crabs. When you fish. cut the head off, do they go crazy? With the a little, bit. a little bit, like chickens. Okay. Do we have? To do you say you're sorry things? before you chop its head off? I when like when I put lobsters in the water, okay. I always when it's going in, I go sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> no. I don't. Sorry. All right. We're out of time. I'm, I'm a carnivore. I eat things. We're out of time. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe we're gonna have to. With the big uh, picture going up in Times Square, maybe we'll have to have some kind of location taping. Ooh. Yeah, we could make bum, an arrangement. Bum, bum, bum. Someone who's going to pay us. Maybe we can just do something right across the street from where the billboard is. So That's we can, what I mean. We can have a shoot as it's and flipping we can say by. And we to the restaurant owner, like, like look, well, I told well, you, know, you. We could do a little clandestine. You know, can you just find like out run and gun, a couple exactly of mics. We just go into yeah, a restaurant. Yeah. I'll find out. Yeah, well, that could be a new concept. Cool beans. All right, so live restaurant. We'll reviews. just walk into the restaurant and say, "Look, that's us. That's <laughs> we right. want a table right there by the window." <laughs> so be sure, folks, to listen to next week's food for thought. We will keep you posted. Adios.